Hello and welcome to Freedom Through Truth, a broadcast outreach of Ministries of Wayne Weaver, bringing the freedom of God through the truth of God's Word. Let's tune in to today's message. Many nations, and you might think, what does that mean? How does that apply today? Well, if you can follow me, this message today will not be conclusive on the subject. However, it will be the beginning, and we'll be able to see conclusions Yet as we draw closer to the end of the subject today, or the message today, but I hope that you can receive something. I, 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 just, I just think we are missing so much. Not just since I'm in Israel. This has really nothing to do with that. I've been to Israel numerous times. I always love to go home and then come home again. Um, but this message is not from that that anything that I received over there except just God speaking to me and God speaking to me in my heart concerning a subject that I wanted to address already for several years and I believe God has prepared me for that that we have a better understanding of what the word kingdom means the kingdom of God the kingdom of heaven and it comes in the line of the subject on the kingdom but in this series this is message number one entitled many nations now it has to do with the God's covenant to Abraham and how that we're part of that covenant. Now, I'm telling you what I, what I understand of this subject. Most people look at this subject on the covenant of Abraham as, duh, what does that have to do with me? Well, I tell you what, it has everything to do with you. Everything. I mean everything. If it wouldn't be for that covenant, it wouldn't be any salvation for us. And so we are in that covenant, we're part of that covenant. And until you see this picture, you will always let little problems get you down. And you'll tussle and mess around with little trash that try to stumble you. And you'll even think yourself as losing your place in salvation where God has already paid the, and, and paved the complete way for you to walk in. If you do not get a hold of this picture, it's these little things that make you think one day you're in, next day you're out, next day you're in, next day you're out. And you start looking at the little problems of life that everyone faces. And you base your salvation on the little struggles, whether you did well or whether you didn't do so well that week. This is not part of covenant. God's covenant is a blood covenant that is fully paid in Jesus Christ. And I want to speak about that today. Uh, I will try and go as fast as I can, and yet I want to be as thorough as I am able to be. I recognize three groups of people when I look at Christianity, and there's probably, they would probably be defined in a much narrower way than what I uh, want to talk about here. But I will basically paint the picture quite broad, and I would ask that you might find one of these groups that you belong to. First of all, those that claim salvation but are inferior because of other priorities. Those that have salvation, you have been born again, but you have other priorities that and that will make you kind of inferior about Jesus and that you are even a Christian. So you're inferior in, specifically in some places that you work perhaps, or just your daily being is you look at, well, you have other priorities that really take a lot of your time. And so Jesus takes the last part of your life. 
Then group number two is those that have salvation and love God, yet are content to remain distance from depth. All right? In conversing with people, I understand that there's people that have very little depth. They can say, praise God for salvation and praise the Lord for it, but they really don't know any more depth than that. But there's a zeal, and, uh, and I'm not condemning anything here. I'm just putting categories out there. I'm asking that you would fit yourself into one of these categories. I'll read that one again. Those that have salvation and love God, yet content to remain distance from the depths of God, have a deeper understanding of salvation, of His truth. You're content with just basically praise the Lord and go to church, and you're wanting to do right, and, and you're doing good, you're doing right, you're fleeing the enemy, you're not surrendering into his territory, but you're content with not going deeper. Then those, number three, the group three is those that have salvation and are filled with zeal, desiring to comprehend breadth, length, depth, height, and the fullness of God. Now, I have described the category that you find yourself in. I could even name some of you and put names right in these categories. Now, not in a condemning way, that's not my purpose of saying this. My purpose of saying this is this message and the kingdom that I'm speaking about, the series of messages that I have is for the last group. And I would like to put out a, uh, a hand to welcome more into this group. I'll read that group off again. Those that have salvation and are filled with zeal, desiring to comprehend breadth, length, depth, heights, and the fullness of God. Now, that's part of a verse. There's a lot of people that they think it's kind of a good idea. I'd like to know a little bit more, but I'm not willing to search. I'm not willing to ask. I'm not willing to pray. I'm just willing to listen to it and have my little daily devotions. And just so that I can stay in the kingdom. But you'll never get further than that. Then there are these that are in this last category that are seekers. Seekers of truth, seekers of depth, seekers of content, and are willing to pay whatever it takes. Now, I would like to say this, that I, as a young man, uh, in my home where I was, in the school that I attended, didn't do so well. But when God changed me by the power of the Holy Spirit, He did something in me that was very life-changing. And it was at that point that I saw the necessity of going deeper with God. And I would listen to people uh, like Derek Prince. And I longed to have, to see what he is seeing. And I remember, and I want you to throw this out for you. I remember that I spent, literally, and God knows, that I spent hours on my knees asking him to take me deeper to open the eyes of my understanding that I would not be a shallow Christian. Because I also know that I will only live one life in this earth, and then it's eternity in front of me, and that's why where I will be and spend the rest of the existence which is forever. And to walk here in this world and be a shallow Christian, be content with basically just a little drop of water, rather than a whole river that I could have that will flow out of me. I found that it has to be birthed in me and has to be desired for and have to, has to be longed for and prayed for. And so I started praying for that. 
And I prayed long and long and long and long. And I'm still praying. And God has opened depths that I have rarely ever heard even people talk about. That he has opened simply because of an answered prayer. I would like to, for you, to consider these three categories. And I believe all these three categories are people that are saved. And they'll probably go to heaven, all of them. I would think so. But some of them will go deeper and deeper and deeper because of a desire that God has painted within their heart. And they're longing and reaching and longing and reaching and longing and reaching. And the depth of God is coming out of them. I would like to recommend that last category for you. I really would. In that is when I will want to start speaking about the kingdom of God. Now, <clears throat> this is more of a teaching. And this whole series will probably be have, have to be more like taught. If I go too fast, you won't follow. If I go too slow, I'll lose your thought. And so I'll have to ask God to direct me directly on this continually so that you would understand. Because if I can tell you this, this is one of the more life-changing messages that I believe that we will ever hear in what God has been speaking to me. I went on my face before God and I said, God, regardless of the cost, teach me about the kingdom. Do whatever you need to to give me a better understanding of the kingdom, the way it really is. And I waited on the Lord. I prayed that for a while. And before I started studying on this specific subject, I again asked him to teach me about the kingdom. Now, for that, I, I would like to start in Romans chapter 11, starting in verse 20. And I will be going from 20, 21, 23, and then I will read 32. Let me throw out, before I get to here, we're talking about Israel, all right? So Abraham received a covenant by God concerning what we know today as the children of Israel. All right? Now, I just came back from Israel. I saw the land. I saw the hole where they put Jesus. Supposedly that was the hole, and he is not there. There's a covenant that he made, that God made, and it comes and stems through Abraham. And we want to make this picture clear and bring us all the way down to the covenant that we're presently in, and then we have much more to uncover as the weeks go by. Romans chapter 11, verse 20. Talking about Israel now. We're talking about Abraham. This stems way back. Thou wilt then say, The branches were broken off that I might be grafted in. Now we're talking about the Gentiles and the Jewish people. All right? Let's remember the Jewish people had a, they had a covenant that God had made with them, that they will be the people of God. The Gentiles did not have that. Now we are Gentiles. Some of us, I believe, are actually Jewish. In fact, we'll uncover that as we go further and further. Um, I do know that my name is a name that is in Israel. It's under the name of Weber. And in Germany or in Switzerland, it's Weber. And it's in the U.S., it's Weber. It's all the same name. And it's a Jewish name. So maybe, maybe I do have Jewish blood in me. I wouldn't be surprised that I would. I wouldn't be surprised that all of you would. 
And that we will uncover as time goes on. Really, really, we'll uncover that as time goes on. Not today in this message, but I see something. So here we go. What thou wilt say, or thou wilt say then, the branches were broken off that I might be grafted in. The branches being the Jewish people. They were broken off so that the Gentiles could be grafted in. That's what it's saying. All right? So we will refer to us and ourselves as Gentiles until we speak of the Jewish, and we'll see that we're basing on the same level. In verse 20, now don't lose that thought, because you will say, no, whoa, before you do that, people that are very, uh, very, uh, perhaps I could say biased towards Jewish people, and I would be one of those, might want to disagree, but wait till you see the verses. Well, because of unbelief, they were broken off, and thou standest by faith. Be not high-minded, but fear. So it was because of unbelief that the Jewish remnant or the Jewish covenant people were broken, what, off the tree. So when you're broken off, you're broken off. You've been severed from it. Do you understand that? This is important. To see that the Jewish people have been broken off because of unbelief. And the only way that they can be back on the tree is to be grafted in, just like you and I, or all Gentiles, have to be grafted in. So we are, have all things in common. There is nobody that has a natural stem into God's covenant. It is alone through the grafting in, whether Jewish, whether Gentiles. Understand that? If it wouldn't be this way, Jewish people wouldn't have to be born again. Understand? They wouldn't have to know repentance. Verse 21. For if God spared not the natural branches, take heed, lest he also spare not thee. Verse 23. And they also, if they abide not still in unbelief, shall be grafted in. For God is... Thank you for listening to today's program. We hope you were blessed. This program is made possible by the generous donations of our listeners. Check out our website and get our weekly word e-letter by signing up at www.ministriesofwayneweaver.com. Until next time, God bless.